oh, 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 well, 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 it's another episode of the In Search SEO Podcast, The Pulse of Search Talk. This week, we are all over Google filter bubbles and all the recent controversy around them as we try to make sense of it all. Ads here, ads there, ads are nowhere. Where do they go? And what happens when intent targeting goes too far? Oh, it is not good. I am your host, Morty Oversee, and I am joined by the delightful, the wonderful, the vengeful, Kim Ragones. How are you, Kim? Hi, good. I'm doing well. Thank you. Thanks Thank for you inviting for, me. Sure. <laughs> Thanks for filling in. Jacqueline's daughter has pneumonia, Uh-oh. so we wish her a speedy recovery. And Kim yes. was nice enough the last second to step in and help us out. Thank you so much, Kim. Anytime. Oh, you're in for a treat this week. Okay, let's start off with this. And you're just really you're in for a doozy with this one. It's a roller coaster ride. I wasn't even going to start off with this one, but that's how things go. It got too crazy to ignore. Okay, so it's holiday season. Mm-hmm. So that means ads. What do you think I was going to say? Cheer? Okay, this is the time for ads, or not so. On December 3rd, our SERP feature tracker saw ads drop and drop and drop and drop a bit more on desktop, on mobile, albeit to a slightly lesser extent in some cases, and all over the planet as ads made a hasty getaway from the scene that is the SERP. And I'm talking about Google ads, and I'm talking about PLAs. For Google ads on desktop, by the way, we saw a 70% loss in the U.S., Okay, and a 70% loss south of the border in Mexico and a 40% loss across the Atlantic in the UK. Mobile, a 57% loss in the US, 27% in Sweden, and 34% in Turkey. Okay, you get you gotta get the point? Okay. Okay, PLAs, PLAs, desktop, 80% loss in the UK, 40 in the US, 44 in Brazil, 83 in Canada, on mobile, 42% in Germany, 47 in Norway, and a 41% loss of PLAs on mobile in the US. And this makes no sense. Why in the middle of shopping season would Google do something like this? I do not know. I have a theory, but I will not say it on this official Rank Ranger podcast. Um, I do know two things, okay? Well, I, I know more than two things, but I, know, <laughs> I only know two things in the whole world. Uh, I know about two things about this, okay? Ads and PLAs have started to come back, so that's good, but they have not reached previous levels. That's not the second thing. Okay, the second thing is PLAs are really lagging behind this comeback, behind Google Ads, okay? Which, again, is weird. Okay, I thought Google was competing with Amazon for product searches. I guess not, okay? Just by way of example, by the way, at their low, Google Ads in the U.S. on desktop were down to showing on just 9% of all page one SERPs, okay? At the time of this recording, they are back up to 21%, but that is still down from their normal 33%, 35%, okay? PLAs, U.S. desktop, um, they were down from appearing on 16% of page one SERPs in the U.S. to just 4.3% at their low. And now, they're back up to 5.5%. Woohoo! That's the comeback SERP feature of the year right there. You're being sarcastic, right? Uh... No. Okay. Yes. <laughs> I love that. I, lo- I love when you can't tell if I'm being sarcastic or not. I, my wife, my particularly, she hates that when I do that. I do it all the time. It's so much fun. Okay. I had to get that out of the way. That was a big, big, big news story. Right. Um, as hopefully should be back. I, the PLA thing is weird to me. It kind of scares me. I don't know why they're still not trending back up. 
Very, very strange. Okay. So if you thought that was big news, boy, do I have a spicy one for you here. Oh, Lord. Okay. It is hot on so many levels. I'm dying here. Okay. I've been going nuts about this for days. Everyone's been going nuts about this. And that's why this is what is hot in SEO. Red Hots. Get your Red Hots here. Okay, Kim. What am I referring to? DuckDuckGo, the search engine that prides itself in privacy, released a study that claims to prove Google's filter bubble does exist, even in incognito. Ah, bum, 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 bum. Okay, let me just briefly explain what Google's filter bubble is or what some claim it to be. Okay, uh, let's say you do a few searches um, about, I don't know, uh, about, okay, about George H.W. Bush of blessed memory. Okay, and then you do a few on his son, George W. Bush. Okay. So you're going full-on Republican in your searches, for those of you who are not familiar with U.S. politics, and then you do a search for something like um, best candidate in the upcoming election or something like that. I'm oversimplifying this, of course, okay? So based on your previous searches, the theory is Google will think you lean right politically, okay? That you love the GOP and will show you the best candidate that fits that bill, not the full survey of the political field. Okay, what DuckDuckGo did was to study, I think it was like 75 people searching for queries that tended not to have anything to do with local, so to sort of take that X factor out, and they tracked variances in the results, okay? The idea being, and again, I'm oversimplifying this for the sake of time, which is not on my side here, that the variance that, we, that they saw was due to personalization, which indicates a filter bubble, okay? They even tested it in incognito and found that logged out and in incognito, the same was happening, and of course, the theory is that it should not be the case, right? To the degree that they found it to be so, the results should have been more unified, more parallel, uh, more similar from user to user. And the fact that it wasn't, according to DuckDuckGo, indicated, oh, there's this uh, filter bubble going on, okay? Of course, purely from an SEO perspective, over-personalized results suck, since it's hard to track who's seeing what at what ranking position and so forth, okay? Um, but that's a totally different topic and I don't want to even get into that, okay? I do want to point out the obvious, okay? Why, Kim, why is this study coming out now? Well, it's because Google is testifying in front of Congress on this very issue, no? Bingo! In fact, the study came out exactly a week before Google is set to discuss potential political bias in search results in front of the United States Congress. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, so we're going to call out Google Let's call out DuckDuckGo as well, because this was not, oh, hey, man, here's a study for you. Enjoy this, okay? This was like, psst, Google's going to Washington. You want to hear some gossip? <laughs> okay, being that as it may, and it may, oh, it may, whatever that means. Let's discuss this, okay? So settle in, get your behind well into that sweet spot on your chair. You know what I'm talking about. I see Kim wiggling, okay? Give it a second. You in there? Good, Okay. Let's take it from a variety of perspectives. First, strategy. I do not like how Google handles these things. They come off overly defensive, and I don't think that it helps them at all. Okay. Kim, go ahead and tell the good people what one Google executive said. The assumption is that any difference in search results are based on personalization. That is simply not true. In fact, there are a number of factors that can lead to slight differences, including time and location, which this study doesn't appear to have controlled for effectively. Ooh, okay, look, okay, I get it. I'm from Brooklyn. Okay, so someone pushes you, Kim, what do you do? Push back. 
No, you're from Brooklyn. You take a crowbar to their car, a la Walter from the Big Lebowski, okay? <laughs> not, not from Jersey, from Brooklyn. Okay, now being that I'm from Brooklyn, I can tell you that's never a good idea. Okay, Kim is correct. Push back, go ahead. But if you go too far, it raises eyebrows and does not look good. So Google, defend yourself, explain, teach, enlighten. But when you take a swipe at something like, oh, the factors in their study weren't being controlled effectively, that's not a good look, okay? To make matters worse, Danny Sullivan went to DuckDuckGo and said, oh, I did a search for this. And then five minutes later or an hour later, whatever it was, I did a search again, and I got different results. See, DuckDuckGo has a filter bubble. That is not a good look. And Barry Schwartz of SE Roundtable actually showed the comparison between how Google responded now versus how Google dealt with the very same question. I think it was back in 2011 and where uh, Matt Cutts responded instead. And the difference is striking. Okay, back way back when, Matt took a very um, educational approach. There was no sort of combativeness to it. It was a good pushback, like we disagree. Let me explain why. Let the reader make their own decision. We're not going to be overly aggressive about this. Okay, it's like when I taught. Okay, when I taught, if I overreacted to, if I overreacted to a student, even if I was right, which was of course always right, I would get that's petty, Mister O. Okay, it just doesn't work. Again, I get it. I feel their pain kind of thing. But I think explaining more and slamming less is a better look. Okay, Being overly defensive makes you look guilty, whether that's true or not true. Do you agree? I agree. There's a fine line between self-defense and, well, going a little bit too far. Yeah, okay. Uh, okay, now to the problem itself. Look. I can't say conclusively who's right, who's wrong. Uh, this duck, duck, go hit it on the nail here. Is Google in the clear? I have no idea. No one does, okay? That said, if it looks like a duck, if it smells like a duck, and if it tastes like a duck, and personally, I'd rather it taste like a duck than smell like one, it's probably a duck or a chicken trying to be a duck. What uh, are you talking about? Okay. I'm saying, and this is my personal opinion, so let me read the disclaimer they made me write. I mean, they, made, they wrote for me. Um... <clears throat> Rank Ranger does not take any responsibility for what Morty is about to say. Nor does Morty's opinion reflect Rank Ranger in any way. Listening to Morty may produce spouts of nausea, headaches, even ear infections. If you feel any serious nausea, migraines, or if your ears start to bleed during this podcast, please consult your physician, your, your physician immediately, as Rank Ranger takes no responsibility whatsoever. <clears throat> what I am saying is the truth probably lies somewhere in the middle. I think the general consensus is that there's a bit of a bubble filter at times, okay? And not to this blown out of proportion extent that you may have read in the DuckDuckGo Duck, Duck, uh, study, okay? So going with that, here's why I think or how I think we got here and why I think we're stuck here with, is, with what is a real problem. Okay, not, again, not to the extent that I think was laid out in the DuckDuckGo study, but I think we all get the general sense that at times something is a little bit skewed and the results towards our liking. Okay, and, and again, I'm gonna I'm gonna preempt this. You need, and I'll say it again later. You need personalization in search results. And it is a good thing. The question is when that goes a bit too far. Okay, okay. Uh, you remember Kim the the twentieth um, the twentieth anniversary announcements Google made. Oh, yes, sir. Okay, so you remember when I was squawking about them reflecting on new attitude towards search? Yep. Okay, this is it. Mm. Okay, this is the new attitude, at least the not-so-great part of it or the consequences of it. 
Stop talking in code and get on with it, Morty. Okay, okay. Easy does it. Patience is a virtue. Mm -hmm. Okay, Google said like this, okay, that they see search now as a journey. Um, I took that to mean, I think it's pretty much fairly obvious that Google is trying to cater to where you want to go. What are you looking for when you search? I mean, where you where you are looking to go ultimately, which makes sense, okay? That's what a journey is. And that is a philosophical switch. Okay, so let's talk some philosophy here. I love philosophy, by the way. Okay, this, what Google is doing now, this journey thing, is a search philosophy that aims to please. Okay, it aims to do nothing other, for the most part, in a vacuum. I'm speaking zero sum, okay? No one get on my case about this. It aims at, at doing what? to assist the user in getting to where the user wants to go, giving that user what that user wants to see. It's a very pleasing search philosophy, which makes sense. Google wants to have more users come back, more users equal more ads, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, okay? It is, however, not the traditional search philosophy. Which is? Aha, uh -huh. good question, discovery, okay? Search, at least as I see it, is by definition about discovery about learning what the scope of a topic is. In other words, um, while a search journey philosophy asks, where do you, as a user, where do you want to go? A search discovery philosophy asks, what is out there? What does this topic that you search for entail? What does it consist of? It's a more balanced uh, approach, okay? Not that there aren't pluses or minuses to each, to each outlook, okay? okay? But this gets into what we talked about a few weeks ago. When searching for bears and getting info on bears versus getting info on a Chicago football team, okay? And in my humble opinion, search as a journey, that philosophy is not where a search engine really wants to go. It lacks a certain objectivity that cannot be escaped, okay? A bear is a bear, and that's it, okay? It's not a football team, the best political candidate is a broad range of opinion, not a political inclination, okay? There's a certain level of, 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 of objectivity, okay, which is called for, which is part of just reality, okay? And not a purpose, of course, but when you see search as a journey, you sacrifice that, that lens of, of objectivity a bit, okay? It's really a very, 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 very extract point here. This is why I like abstractions, so that's why we're talking about it, but it's subtle, okay? That's why I, I think you have to... Think about this and how Google responded, okay? Or how it's struggling to respond. Because on the one hand, okay, this is not what they want. Google does not create bubble filters on, uh, on purpose or filter bubbles on purpose, okay? It's a byproduct if it happens. It's an accident, okay? Google's not trying to do harm here. I do not like that approach, okay? Okay, they don't want they don't want to go to Congress and talk about this nonsense. Come on, okay? The idea that Google has bad intentions is off the mark, okay? Google wants to make users happy. It's, it's as simple as that. What they've done, though, is they've gone a, perhaps a bit too far in elevating that value and placing it on such a high pedestal, which, of course, they don't realize they've done. It's not on purpose, okay? So Google sees a study like this, and they're taken a bit back because, hey, we're not trying to do this. We're trying to do the, the exact opposite. We're trying to offer the user the best experience out there, okay? It's just they haven't defined what is best yet, okay? When they say we're going to offer the user the best, okay, I don't think Google sat down and defined philosophically what do I mean by best. Okay, so Google needs to, you know, I know, stop, drop, and reflect. Okay, not to get too Aristotelian on you, but Google needs to reflect on the good. 
What is the good that they are trying to achieve? Okay. What is the most fundamental ethic that Google has? Is it to help, to assist, to offer something to users as they that they can lean on as they search, more a search journey? Or is it to offer, to enlighten, to facilitate? That's more of a discovery philosophy. I think until Google recalibrates its internal ethics, so to speak, we're going to continue to have these issues. Uh, whether their scope be at a you know blown out of proportion or whether they be on target or not, whatever. You're going to have these issues because the core issue of how we look at search isn't really being dealt with. I don't think it's being dealt with, at least in the public realm, uh, the, the realm we have access to, okay? And again, you do need personalization, okay? I'm not saying no, you need that, and it's correct to have that. Again, it's a question of how far is Google going uh, with that. You know what? Um, let's Actually, let's do our poll question over here, Kim. You ready? Yes. Hit it. To what extent are personalization bubbles a problem? Aha. Okay. Personalization bubbles. Okay. Uh, filter bubbles. Do they exist? Are they really problematic? Is this a big deal? Are some blowing it out of proportion? We are counting on you, our audience, to answer this. Okay. And you can find the poll question on the Rank Ranger Twitter account. It'll, it'll be on my Twitter account. It will be at the very beginning of the blog post where we release this very podcast. You will see a button that says take the poll. So we invite you, please, to take the poll, share your response, your answer, your reasoning, and we will try to feature you on this podcast. Okay. Uh, as for last week, we asked, how much do zero result SERPs matter to you? And the results from last week's poll question were, out of a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being the most impactful, 1 being the least impactful, the average was somewhere between a 3 and a 4. Okay. So no, most of you are not concerned about zero result SERPs. So that's great. Again, Take the poll question. It's on our blog. It's on Rank Reader's Twitter account. And submit your full-blown response so we can feature you here on the Insert SEO podcast. Okay, let's stick, by the way, with Google going just a bit too far, okay, with this Insert Find. I got it. So I cannot take credit for this one. This one comes from Rank Ranger founder and friend of the Insert SEO podcast, Shai Harrell, who emailed me and said, Yo, Morty, check out this SERP. Okay, he didn't say it like that. He's a bit more professional about it. Um, he's generally more professional than me. I'm sort of a troublemaker. Kim can testify to that. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. mm -hmm. <laughs> She's looking at me. Yeah, I'm not going to say anything bad about you. She's, Kim is very polite. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> We're nothing bad about me in public. After the show, though, I'm going to keep the mic on so they can hear. Good. <laughs> Good. Okay. <sighs> so what was this SERP of SERPs that I was sent? Um, it was a SERP for... Notebook. 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 Okay. What do you think was on the SERP for the query? Notebook. Maybe a notebook? Mm. And that and more. Uh, you had a PLA for notebooks, like the computer notebook. You had a knowledge panel for the 2014 Ryan Gosling tearjerker, the notebook. I cry like a baby, like a baby. And don't tell me you didn't cry. Let's just say a box of tissues was simply not enough. I've seen <laughs> that movie 12 times, and I'm not ashamed one bit. Oh, really? Mm. Uh, I haven't seen it 12 times. I would be ashamed if I saw it 12 <laughs> times, but okay. Um, <laughs> that's just me. Then, okay, so then there was a local pack, okay? And this is, by the way, all on a desktop. Uh, the local pack was for where I can get my notebook fixed, my computer notebook, not my paper notebook. That makes no sense, okay? Um, Why? Your DVD is broken? DVD, what? No, no, ha, ha, ha. Right, DVDs, right, what are those? Okay, no, where I can get my computer 
fixed. The computer notebook. Thank you. Okay. Um, you also had a related question asking one, what's the difference between a laptop and a notebook? And then another related question asking, do Noah and Allie die at the end of the notebook? Huh? What? One for the computer and one for the movie. Wow. Wowzers. Okay. But wait, there's more. I say that way too often, but whatever. Okay. Um, there is more in the form of an image box that was filled with pictures of actual notebooks. An actual notebook? Mm-hmm. You know, with paper in it? Mm, a notebook. Mm-hmm. Plus, you had a ton of carousel boxes, um, you know, for related movies and books and all sorts of stuff related to the movie, The Notebook. And then you had a Discover More Places carousel related to the local pack where you can get your notebook fixed, okay? What is this, SERP? Okay. Um, this is... When targeting multiple intents goes haywire, okay? Google, as we've talked about, has gotten really, 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 really good at parsing multiple user intents. But here, it went a little bit too far, okay? This is like the SERP with multiple personalities, okay? This is a local SERP because you have your local pack and you just got more places carousel. It's a movie SERP with a knowledge panel related to the movie and the related questions related to the movie and the related search boxes related to the book or the movie. I had no idea it was a book, by the way, okay? It's also an e-commerce SERP, whether it be for a notebook or the spiral thingy with paper that people used to write on the olden days, okay? Okay, I get it, but is that a problem? Hmm, what a conveniently placed question. <laughs> okay, yes, it's a problem. Pick one, okay? Pick one intent. Pick one reason you wanted to search for the notebook. To possibly see a picture of Ryan Gosling. Me too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so now you want to look at this movie, and now you have all these PLAs and related questions and image boxes discussing a, a, a product, a specific product, okay? How do you feel? This is not a therapy session, by the way, but how do you feel? Kind of like, why is all this out there? I want more on the movie. Right. Okay. Which means that in a lot of cases, you're going to have to do what? Refine your query. If you want more on notebooks, um, like actual paper notebooks, you'll have to do a query like, um, uh, what kind of paper is best to write on a notebook? Uh, which is better, spiral or marble notebooks? Okay. Um, you would have to redo your query to be more aligned to everything about paper notebooks. If you want more on the movie, you're going to have to type in, um, Notebook, the movie, okay? I had a teacher who was fond of saying, when you grab too much, you grab nothing at all. Okay, it all falls out of your hand. You get it, you, you grab a handful of candy. I don't know why I pick candy, because I have kids. And it all falls out because you grab too much. That's what I think is going on here, okay? Okay, but what do you want Google to, to do here? Use the filter bubble? Ooh, nice one, touche. Uh, no, no. Do not want the filter bubble, please. The, Disambiguation box? Disambiguation box. Um, too small. So then what? How is Google supposed to know what you want from the notebook? Mm, okay. So imagine a supersized disambiguation box. Okay, imagine at the top of the SERP a visually striking box. In one box would be the notebook, the movie. The next box would be um, notebook repair stores. And the next would be paper notebooks. Okay, kind of like when you search for something and horrifically spell it. And I'm so bad when it comes to that. I just type in anything because I know Google will fix it for me. Um, so imagine instead of, did you mean offering you the correct spelling? Google writes, did you mean and offers you these visually enhanced boxes that let you choose what the SERP results should be according to which intent, okay? So my point here is like this. Let the users choose what they want. Okay, don't create this mishmash of a SERP. 
Show whatever you think is best initially. Okay, fine. You got to show something initially. Fine. Okay, but go in a certain direction with it. And then let the user filter. Okay, let the user choose to recalibrate which of these boxes at the SERP, at the top of the SERP, they want to click on and which results they want. Something like that. Okay, do you like it? I like it. Aha. Okay, let's see. Maybe someone at Google is listening. Hello? Google? Google? Are you there? Can you hear me? I don't think they can hear me. Can they hear me? Mm -mm. Mm -mm, probably not. Oh, boy. Okay. It's that time again for the news as we pivot away from going too deep into user intent. Let's go deep into the news. Take it away, Kim. Number one on the news. It is Google announced the release of a new structured data format called Q&A Pages. It is... Its purpose is to better help Google with the question and answer portion of the snippets carousel. This will allow users to slide through answers to questions from Q&A pages. Right. So Google has been showing these carousels within forum results um, for a while. Okay. The new markup will make it easier for Google to do so. By the way, Google says FAQs are not eligible for the carousel. So I like this feature so long as Google leaves something to the imagination so that users still click to go to the forum. Okay. If Google shows fuller answers in the carousel enough that you don't have to click to go to the form you get enough in the actual carousel itself that i don't think that's right and and, and is that right is probably a question we should ask a little bit more often okay number two google is going full social media throttle in its latest google post test giving the format a like button not sure i like this new feature do you have any thoughts on this do i have any thoughts ha huh? <laughs> Sadly, no. Okay, kidding. Yes. Okay, one. Um, expect more of this kind of thing. Google is looking to regain or to gain more social media foothold, and it will either do it or it will die trying. I don't mean literally die trying, but it's going to keep trying no matter what. Okay, two. Google posts are going to be a big, big deal. Okay, it's a good market for Google. Brands are dying for some social media love and will lap up whatever table scraps Google is willing to dish out. Okay, thoughts, huh. okay. Only thing is, oh, by the way, uh, businesses need to know that it exists. If, Google, if businesses, if businesses, is that too fast? If businesses don't know that Google posts are out there, and I think this has been probably the biggest problem, they're not going to use them, obviously, because you can't use that which you don't know exists. Okay, all right, moving on. Right, Google <laughs> right. is not telling <laughs> you what products are sold at a store right in the local pack. Mm. I personally love this. As someone who doesn't have much time to run errands, this is a very helpful tool. Okay, so I'm going to hold my thoughts. I have thoughts. Okay, I'm going to hold them in a, in a little box. I'm going to save them for later. I'm going to put it in a lockbox, okay? And when we discuss the content of the week in a little bit, I'll, I'll, I'll get back to this, okay? All okay. right, next one. Next. Google announced that they dropped some image search data from the performance and search analytics report in Search Console due to a bug. Right, so we don't know how much, okay? I don't have many thoughts here, okay? But um, I do, just considering the time that I've trued up with my other thoughts, okay? Um, thanks for the PSA. I don't know if that qualifies as a thought. Thank you for the PSA. Is that a thought? Yeah. Yeah, okay, good thought. Okay, next. Canada gets local service ads. Mm -hmm. Google is now testing the ad format in Vancouver for locksmith, plumbers, etc. More markets. More, 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 more markets. So why not, right? More ad revenue for Google. Just need to get a good set of verified vendors in place. And more, 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 more markets. Okay. Next is Chrome version 71 is nice. here. And ads on abusive sites are out. 
So sites that do nasty things like trick you <laughs> into sharing personal info won't have ads on them. Mm, that is juicy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Google has a very fine line to walk here, by the way. In general, Google has to walk a finer line than most people realize when deciding to either limit or show ads, okay? And we saw this with the um, the Chrome ad blocker. We saw this with the mobile interstitial ad penalty, etc. I like the idea. Why should any sort of Google property be shown on a page that does harm? Again, just a fine, fine line to walk here. Okay, last. Last one for today, as of December 13th, Search Console will no longer let you access the old reports. You'll be redirected to the new version so that Google does not have to support two very similar reports. Mm, and again, walking a fine line of not upsetting its users and not having to offer double reports. Okay, yes, you're going to have to deal with the new reports at some point, and that's a line you're going to have to deal with. Okay, um, speaking of lines, let's get into the content of the week. This week's content comes from none other than local search superstar Mike Blumenthal. Winner! Yeah, okay. Uh, I don't know what that has to do with speaking of lines, whatever. I just needed a, I needed a good sounding pivot and a good little transition. Okay, whatever. Right on then. Okay, Mike had a piece called Reserve with Google, which categories and services is... Services is... is. <laughs> wow, that was botched. Reserve with Google. Which categories and services are eligible? Always better on take two. Okay. Mike goes into which businesses are and not eligible for the program. In case you do not know, a business can take advantage of the rewards with Google program. And that allows them to book appointments and the like via the local panel. Uh, now, even via the local pack. And it's a great way for a, uh, a salon or a yoga studio to encourage bookings or, or even for a restaurant to fill up a few tables. Okay. And interestingly, Mike list the types of businesses that cannot take advantage of the program, such as doctors. You cannot make a doctor appointment through Reserve with Google or any other business where insurance covers the cost. Okay. It also appears, by the way, that some big names like Ticketmaster and TripAdvisor are set to take part of the program. So, Kim, you can book whatever horrible concert tickets you want to book right from the SERP soon. Huh? Yeah, yeah that's we, great. What would your first concert be? Mm, I don't even know. Justin Bieber. Okay. <laughs> For sure not. For sure not. Uh, the Rolling Stones. No? Why not? Okay. Okay. Rolling Stones it is. If they don't die beforehand. Okay. <sighs> okay. But that's not really why I bring this up, by the way. Okay. Because towards the end of the piece, Mike says, and I'll read him word for word in my reading voice. <clears throat> Clearly, transactional capabilities in Maps, the Knowledge Panel, and Google Assistant are coming and coming at a furious pace. While we have never seen monetization of certain bookable events in local service ads arena, these reserved with Google have not been monetized directly. Okay, so we've seen a ton and ton and ton of instances in the relative recent past, or in the not relatively recent past, but in the past, where Google has gone commerce in things like the local panel. Okay, uh, now, by the way, getting back to our news, now you can see which products okay, a business offers in the local pack. See, I told you I'd get back to it. I had a thought, okay? Uh, we've seen ads in the knowledge panel. We've seen ads in the local panel. Um, we've seen ads in the, in the local pack, okay? Thing, we've seen things like links to sites, um, you know, the products in the knowledge panel, tons of things, okay? et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, whatever it is, okay? It all makes sense to me because I have a theory. Well, not a theory. It's not a theory, okay? It's a belief that Google, ever since the notion of a Chrome ad blocker popped up, get it? Popped up, pun intended, 
Um, wants to drive revenue from sources other than ads. Okay, And I think there's a good chunk of Google or Google strategy that only sees revenue opportunity... Um, well, it, it not only sees revenue opportunity outside of ads, okay, but it sees a need, okay, to stay competitive. It sees a need to look for revenue outside of ads, okay. One, okay, to stay competitive, okay, to be um, more competitive in the advertising environment that we live in. For example, people looking to Amazon instead of Google, according to some recent studies, Google, if that's the case, is going to need to compensate for that. And some out of ad revenue is a great way. Okay, two, okay, to be profitable in a world where I talked about this fine line where Google knows they are going to have to limit ads in certain cases in order to not be um, harmful, the bad word, in order to not be spam like, in order to be high quality. That's a great word. Okay, in order to be high quality, okay, Google's gonna have to limit ads and already has limited ads. And we just talked about this Chrome 71, case in point. Okay, it has to limit ads in order to maintain quality and in order to make up for that loss, okay, outside of ad revenue is perfect. Okay, which by the way, and this is another drum I've been beating over and over and over and over and over. Oh, my throat hurts for saying that, okay? So many times I've been talking about this, okay? There have been so many updates to Google Flights, to hotel listings. Why? Because that is a nice chunk of change, okay? Google gets referral revenue for flights, for hotels on the actual hotel being shown in the local panel. Um, it gets ad revenue from the hotels um, within its own properties, such as a local panel, okay? Booking revenue, okay? Uh, reserve with Google revenue coming soon to a SERP near you. It's all part of the same scheme. More revenue outside of ads per se, okay? Or ads outside of their own properties. Um, think of it like this, okay? Um, there's more opportunity now for hotel listings. Uh, there's more opportunity in the sense, okay, not just like it's on the SERP more often, but how you see them on the SERP is so much more robust. Okay, we talked about it last week. Local packs for hotels. They're just visually striking. They are like a hotel super center now. It's the same thing with reserve with Google. Okay, it all comes from the same concept. Okay, getting them in, get them liking the product for free. In this case, with reserve for Google, and then take a cut of the action, whether it be from the software partners. We're probably the start where Google would take um, ad or not ad. We would take revenue from from reserve with Google, and then possibly even from the businesses themselves. Okay. Um, that's like, okay, if Google sees, for example, that a certain business is getting a nice number of bookings, I could imagine, I would imagine, it's highly, highly plausible to me that Google would say something like, you know, any booking a business gets beyond, you know, X number for a month, I don't know, 100 a month, okay, will incur a referral fee of Y, a dollar, whatever it is, okay? And that's how I see it. Do you agree? I agree. That's good. I'm glad we agree. Okay, so usually... Oh, by the way, thank you, Mike Blumenthal, for this great piece. You should definitely check it out. Um, look for the link in the blog post where we release the um, the podcast. Okay. Usually now, we go with our fun SEO send-off question. But if you listened last week, Jacqueline, who again is not here because her baby is sick with pneumonia, was supposed to write the last one. And she did. She sent it to me. She wrote it. But I don't think it's fair for me to be, um, to not, to, I have to wait. I have to wait for Jacqueline to be here to do her question, mainly so I can mock her the way she mocks me with my questions. I, I am not going to pass up a good opportunity for revenge. Sorry, Kim. That's okay. I know I'll we talked sure about I it. I'm, I'm cutting it on the spot. It's a, it's a last-second in-search podcast decision. We're not doing it. 
I just okay. we have to wait for her. It's not fair. What do you think? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Better. Also, because I think that her answer was like mockable. So we're we're gonna make fun of it next week. So stay tuned next week because we will make fun of Jacqueline's in search fun SEO send off answer. If it's the same one she sent me earlier, she better now she's gonna change it now that she heard this podcast. Whatever, Maybe don't change smart. it, Jacqueline. She is very smart. Don't change it. Okay, that will do it for us. Don't forget, Beta Bliss is out. A brand new site explorer, advanced keyword research. I mean, topical keyword research, so you can see where Google wants to go on this search journey we talked about from a keyword research perspective, very cool stuff. Um, also, track your above the fold rankings, track your keywords, not just by rank, but by volatility. Beta Blitz, it's on the Rank Ranger blog. It's all over our social media. Check it out, take it for a spin, and then let us know what you want us to do for the final version, because they're beta reports, so you can weigh in on the final version of what the beta reports will look like. We again, thank you so much, Kim, for coming in the last second. I really, really appreciate it. My voice appreciates it very much, actually. (laughs) (sighs) And that will do it for us at the In Search SEO Podcast. Tune in again next Tuesday. Subscribe on iTunes. Look for it on the Rank Ranger blog. It's on SoundCloud. It's on Spotify. It's on Stitcher. It's everywhere. And it's In Search because we're all in search of something.